Hey, DM Brad here. You're listening to episode 9 of The Fate of Ison. Thank you so much for downloading this episode, and thank you so much for recommending us to a friend. Remember when you did that? You were all like, hey friend, you should check out The Fate of Ison, and they were like, what? What's that? And you were like, it's this awesome D&D podcast, and they were like, that sounds lame. And you were like, nah, it's amazing, there's this great story, kick-ass characters, the DM's voice isn't annoying at all. Uh, Anyway, so my point is thank you. Uh, It's really great to have you with us. No new reviews on iTunes this week, but we do have a new donor on Patreon. Thank you so much, Robert Baldini, for showing your support and being brave enough to stand up against Empress Tajna. She'll be trembling in her boots now that we've got you on the team. And of course, thanks once again to Alex White Robinson and Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous. We couldn't do any of this without your help. If any more of our amazing listeners want to know how you can help the resistance, check out our reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. On this episode, we are joined by a very special guest, my good friend, and soon to be your good friend, Adam Wright. Adam is a comedian and just a really great dude. You can find him on Twitter at Wright underscore now. That's right with a W. Okie dokie vanilla cokie, here's what happened in episode 8. Our heroes made short work of a minotaur skeleton, leaving behind nothing but dusty bones. Banfor upgraded his hammer to a great axe and his little cow horns to big vicious minotaur horns. Trestlespoon solved a keyhole puzzle using his superior religious knowledge, and the gang raided Chor Mason's equipment cache. With two carts of goodies in tow, they made their way out of the darkness and back to the surface at long last. Dungeons and Dragons, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> okay, mom! And that is how we are starting the recording. It's Dungeons and Dragons, you wouldn't understand. Um, uh, okay, this is episode 9 of The Fate of Ison, um, and we have a special guest with us today, our good friend and comedian and lots of other things, <laughs> shaking his head, no other things, uh, Adam Wright. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. I'm excited to get started. Great. (laughs) Was I meant to say anything? Yep, that's perfect. Yeah, but you could just, like, relax. You sound like Ah, way more personal. I'm here to play Dungeons and Dragons with with you guys, and I just really can't wait to get started. Hi. What happened to you just then, Adam? You sound way more professional than we are, though. Okay. Calm the professionality down, all right? Okay. Sweet, <laughs> sweet bro, let's roll. <laughs> right, so when uh, Banfor, Marley, and Trestlespoon um, last left off, you had just emerged from the underground bunker after stealing a hoard of equipment from Chora Mason's cache. Or oh, it's it's her equipment, but the space belongs to TG, a local noble who Smith Coleman named uh, Trantus Grifton. Um, and you guys have just uh, emerged in the warehouse where the secret entrance to the bunker is and as you came up with your carts full of stolen goods there was a small boy in the warehouse standing next to a hog hitched to a large cart and the boy looked surprised to see you at first uh, but then said oh um uh, hi I'm 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 Chet Uh, Mr. Corman told me uh, to wait here for you okay hello mate you know uh, no, no, I'm a boy. A boy gnome. Uh, no, he's just not, a boy. He's quite clearly a small child. You tell me the difference uh, uh, between her and her, him and you without taking your pants off, mate. No, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, exactly. No, that was late. So? On a Tuesday. Can, please no one take You don't know off. he's not a gnome? This is do more... you? I do. He's completely H- different hello. proportions. Hello, Molly. Hello, Chad. Uh, hello, Chad. Hi. Uh, I believe most of the goods are on Bamp's back. Bamp! Hello. Unload. Oh, they're on a cart. Oh, on, yeah, so yeah cart's exactly. Pulled by yeah. Yeah. So um, Banfor struggles the remainder of the way up the hill uh, and deposits the uh, two sleds at the back of the uh, cart. Okay. Um, mm. The boy, uh, Chet, walks around the back of the cart and he uh, climbs up and uh, inside the cart you see him lift up uh, like a plank of wood and, and then he says, oh, okay, um, can you... Can you put the things in here, please? 
and then he hops down. Well, Is that enough plank, room? Mate. Oh yeah. What? We're only giving him like. We're giving him chainmail, and there's a lot of items you yeah. guys are giving him. Yeah. Yeah. He's carrying it on a plank of wood. No, no, no. It's the plank. <laughs> no. The plank of wood lifts up. It's like a trap door to the car. Oh, it's a secret. It's a false, it's a false bottom. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. He's got a <laughs> plank of wood. <laughs> He's going to be dragging it. On a plank of wood. <laughs> that's not that's very... That's not mind-boggling. Marley is just literally head in her Idiots. hands going... Mr. Corman, Mr. Corman hires me to carry everything of his on this shelf. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I care not for it. Guys. Uh, I'm oh a very God. strong boy, but I'm confused by your puns. <laughs> uh, they all sit this way. Um, and the hog just goes... And uh, then the chat, uh, chat says, "Oh, um, and this is this is Foxworthy." Um, and you guys notice that it looks like any hog you've seen, which is just a large horse-sized and horse-proportioned pig. Yeah, um, horse. mm-hmm. but with pink skin, just like a pig would have. Uh, this one, however, has a very noteworthy uh, big white patch on its left flank that looks sort of like Pac-Man. Foxworthy. Did you say Fox, Fox. Foxworthy? Yeah. Cool. You could do. I say hi, Foxworthy. This is Jim the Jim, and I kind of. He gives you a very happy, and it sort of like tilts his head towards you. Okay, and I give him a, like a head scratch because oh, I'm fond it. of animals, yeah. so I'm it. just like head scratching Where there while Jim while point? Jim's on in my belt on my butt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm is like I'm literally the... I'm literally with my hand out scratching right now. You guys can't even see that we're not in video, but I'm literally just scratching. Oh, when we when we have a Twitch stream, that's gonna be amazing. <laughs> oh, visual such work. good what visual. Am I? 3D glasses. Get your bloody Oculus on that, mate. Anyway, I'm just <laughs> I'm scratching this pig's head, just talking about Jim because I assume Jim can hear everything that's going on. And I want Jim to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, Jim. Jim says, um, "Oh, there's a kid." I haven't heard a kid in years. How no. you doing, kid? No, mate, you've gone wrong there again, Jim. You, no, no. You're coming up no, for it. You no. act smart, Jim. Just but that is clearly a shot. A tall, it's just child. Bev, sh- how you going on the loading? Young man. It's a child. Of the <laughs> young man. Of the gnomish. Oh, so, I see. Uh, yeah, I was getting I there. thought you were close to... I was getting Be there. with me. Yeah, righto. Um, little mate, there's not precisely enough room for this to uh, to fit. You see how this is big and that is small? And how I am big and you are small? It's a Could whole you false this out? bottom. There's easily enough room in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I've clearly not inspected this area. <laughs> Very um, Just shove down further back. I shove it down further. my earlier aggression. Chet isn't saying anything. He's sort of like shifting his eyes back and forth between everyone in the room because he's very overwhelmed by all the activity. <laughs> but then he pipes up and says, um, what, what, what happened down there? That I heard a lot of very strange noises. Hey, Chet. Go have a look. Have you heard the story about the necromancer? You know, the story about the necromancer. Uh, Mr. Smith said something about a wizard? Yeah, it turns out it was fucking true, Chet. Uh, uh, language? Yeah. <laughs> language? Sometimes things you sound like happen, Chet. <laughs> that don't involve you, Chet. Maybe that's, maybe that's something that you could learn. Maybe, mate. Maybe what you need to learn is don't go down into this basement. Because Maybe there's dead, there's dead people down there. Keep your fucking questions inside your head. Because otherwise, things will start coming out of your head. Um, oh, okay, oh, right. oh, I'm going to go back to Mr. Corman and tell him you guys are coming. Is that okay? You tell yeah, him yeah. what you think, mate. <laughs> and then life will continue. What as you, it were. I just, to be honest, I just want to get away from you. Chet, Chet go back to Corman and tell him we're coming. Okay, thank you, miss. Sorry. And I give the hog another scratch on the head as they go off. Yep. And Chet, oh, Chet leaves, but um, Foxworthy and the cart stay with you. Oh, right. Oh. Cool. And Chet bolts out the door. Cool. I don't know shit about animals. I know about animal shit, but I don't know much about I know, animals. I know a bit about animals, not heaps, but... My animal handling is negative one. So and and I my family had like tons of hog carts when we were Very true. we were traveling cider around the place so this would be like second nature to me mm. to just hop on the cart and drive it. Fantastic. So we're taking Fox. He's a new addition. Foxworthy. Well, he's pulling the cart. I don't yeah. want to pull the cart the whole way. But is he well, going to be part of the? Is he going to be part of the team? And I I I 
I lean down and I, I say in Foxworthy's ear, do you want to be part of the team, Foxworthy? Do you want to come with us, Foxworthy? And I'm scratching this. Roll ear. animal handling. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Oh, dun 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 dun, Jurassic Park, and it's an... It's a ooh. 12. Okay, um, yeah, he gives you this little, like, sort of nod, but like a... And his head just kind of goes up down. Okay, and I, like, pull a bit of scraps out of my, like, food out of my pack, and I feed it to him, and then I get in the cart, like, ready to go. Oh, Foxworthy fucking loves you. Ben <laughs> uh, 4 loads the uh, items into the false bottom, and then pulls himself, oh, and then... I would assume does a sort of uppy up steady with um Yes. Yes please. Yes please. And he goes, Oh he's a big boy and then uh puts Crystal Spoon uh, into the back and then lies down himself, uh <laughs> knees comically uh reaching the end of the uh the uh the cart, uh boot heels trailing in the dust. Okay, so you guys leave the warehouse? Yeah. Um, okay, you hear a voice behind you as you go back towards the bazaar, I assume. Um, uh, a female, kind of a, a roundabout f- way back to the bazaar, if that's okay, because okay. we'd like to not be seen going straight from the warehouse yeah. to the bazaar. Uh, that's a you, good idea. you hear yeah. a female voice yell out behind you, Oh, excuse me! Excuse me! Hello! Bam is nonsensical. Russell huh? Spoon to. Hell! What do you, what do you want? Okay. Who are you? So you turned? I turned. Okay, there is, I turn. There is a woman. <laughs> I'm far too happy with Foxworthy. I'm like so. There focused. is a woman in uh, Depton Guard uniform, in the brown and green city guard uniform. Uh huh. And she says, "Oh, you left your warehouse door open. Oh. Do you need a hand?" Uh, yes, we did, and no, we don't. You can close it. Let her close it. Uh, Marley just turns around and goes, it's alright, we've emptied it out. We're actually letting it out to somebody else, so we need to let it open for them so they can see. Okay, roll deception. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. Plus five is thirteen. Okay, yeah, she, she buys it. She says, uh, uh, oh, okay, I'll, I'll leave it. Um, Thank you, though, I really appreciate you looking out for us. She's like, good luck, stay safe. And then she just continues her patrol. Okay. Well, I mean, look... Captain City Guards have so far been very reasonable. Mm. Yeah, that no was re- professional. That was no, very yeah, professional. There's no reason well for them to be assholes by default because yeah. they're authorities. Well, I mean, have you met authorities? Um, <laughs> okay, so you guys do take a roundabout um, path through the town. A few lefts, a few rights, a few uh, circling back on yourselves just so it's not obvious where you've come from. How fast are we moving? Um... It's just just, just walking, track. just yeah. walking pace through okay. the town. Like there, there are, as you get closer to the bazaar, you do notice more and more crowds. Um, so this, the going gets a little bit slower, and there are other people with hall carts and things passing. Um, so you're going at slightly slower than regular walking pace. Marley's doing okay. that thing too, where you see other motorcyclists and you wave at other motorcyclists. <clears throat> She's like waving at everybody on a hall cart because she just feels like right at home again. Like. You and know, for, like, for it reminds spoons, her of home. Trussell Spoon's in the back of the cart, and he tips his little leather cap. It's <laughs> 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 just turned into an old-timey movie. I'm just, I'm just so happy. I'm just like, hello, It's just, like, truly scrumptious. Hello. <laughs> oh, no, not truly scrumptious. And I'm going, oh, good boy, girl. Wait, I didn't check your sex. Foxworthy. And she kind of tries well, to see you. You can't, tell, the, you can't tell while you're up on the couch. Yeah, uh, well, you're behind Foxworthy, so I'm pretty sure you can tell if no, I'm No, no, because I'd be too which high. Which I do. I'd be too high to uh, tell. You can tell. Well, you reckon hogs have that big of a dick? Well, I you can see a vagina from the back. Oh, oh. vaginas. To lessen the suspense. Do, do we know that? Is that, is that canon that you can see a vagina of a hog from its yeah, back end? I'm hog. sorry. Are we discussing this? They have right a now? curly tail Listen, that goes up, not down no, like a horse. It's not going to hide anything. That's pigs. That's not necessarily It's horse. like a pig on the proportions of a horse. If he is Do the tails he is go correct, up? He is correct in Can that you fact. see their vagina from behind? I don't know about pig vaginas. You're the DM. But if there is anyone who knows about pig vaginas... It's Jules's brother Wilton. Yeah, it is. Hey, oh, poor fuck long, bitch. you. Wow. Brother Fox Paul. And it's not Jules's brother Wilton. Sorry, it's Marley's brother Wilton. Yeah, that was pretty close. To <laughs> Jules home, doesn't have a fucking brother. Just so you know. I will come back to the presence of vaginas. Um, just to listen. Believe to the that. For you Believe as that. All, as you're all wrapped on this yeah, very important yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah, Wilton. Is a um, fucking and for the listeners. 
Foxworthy is a boy hog. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, so that issue is dealt with. Okay. However you know, by lack of a vagina or by <laughs> yeah. confirmation of a Good boy, penis. Foxworthy. Do we discover this or is what it a just good boy a general, it's just a general, general knowledge. feeling I'll tell you, that we know? I'll, I'll say Chet said it was, he was a boy. Okay. What you say? This is this is this is a, my boy Chet. Okay. Oh, this is my boy Foxworthy. <laughs> okay. Okay. There, sorted, settled. Thank you, thank <laughs> you, DM Brad. Can All I'm saying is I don't get, want to have to go there again, mate. Can we get away so. from the hog gender politics <laughs> and get back into fantasy? These are important things, gender. I wish I could ask Foxworthy what he identifies as. You can cast speak with animals. Oh my god, I'm so going to do that later. Um, you guys enter uh, the bazaar. And you can see, at a distance, uh, Smith Corman having a very animated, uh, excited conversation with a handsome middle-aged man with short, dark, well-groomed hair mm. and a fine black cloak. He's very clearly a man of means. And as you approach, uh, get a bit closer, you can see he's listening to Smith's story with a very kind, attentive smile. Or well, I think that he, Smith Corman's currently busy, so we should avoid this until he's free. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Um, but I wander over, like, we park up. Like, I park the cart up nearby somewhere. And I wander over to the fruit store because I really just want to buy an apple for Foxworthy. Okay. Because um, I'm real keen on doing Which fruit store? Smith's fruit Smith's store? Smith's fruit okay. store. But I genuinely just want to buy an apple just to kind of let him know as a nod we're there. But then just buy an apple and take it back to Foxworthy. Okay. So, yeah. uh, yep. So as you approach, um, Smith notices you. Yeah. And he says, Ah, oh, friend, yes, ha ha, good fortune. Uh, the Lady of Fate smiles upon us today. Uh, I would like you to meet. And then he gestures to the man. He says, um, This is Lord Grifter. Uh, excuse me, my lord. May, may I call you Trentus? Is, is that appropriate? Yes, yes, that's fine. Lord Trentus Grifter. Oh, ex- oh, yes, Marley, Marley, I, I would like you to meet. Lord Trantus Grifton. He, he's, he's basically the closest thing we have here in Dapton to royalty. Oh, my lord. And I, I bow like I used to bow back in the days when I was a patron to a, um, a royal. Oh, uh, there's, there's no need for that. <laughs> it's lovely to meet you. Hello. Hello, hello. He says, yes, Trantus Grifton here. And he gives you a very obvious, like, you should know that name, kind of. Okay. He says, um, what... As luck would have it, he's actually looking for a party to help him get into Airdale. He's, he's looking to travel to Dantonair to, to meet with some important people, and he wants to do it without his usual lordly retinue. He wants to keep a slightly lower profile. Uh, and I told him, I know a group of people who are about to take some goods to Dantonair for me. What luck! Oh, yes, how fortuitous. Oh, Lady wonderful news. does shine on us brightly today, and I'm kind of looking at, like, like happy but confused at Corman as to why he would be doing this to me. <laughs> like, he says, well, uh, as I'm sure you remember, Molly, you and, you and your friends, you, I, I asked you to, to help send some goods to Dantonair to, to be sold in the markets there for me. Uh, and then I told Lord Grifton that you'd be happy to, to, to just have him travel with you, to, you know, act as his guards, I, I suppose. Uh, not, not, not that you need guards. I'm sorry if I offend. Uh, no, no, that's... Uh, look, I'm, I'm simply wishing to, to take, undertake some travel. And I, I thought, what better way to do it than with uh, a group of potential new friends? How exciting. Um, at this point, had the other two approached with Foxworthy? Yes. Uh, Banffor's nowhere to be seen. Trestle Spoon is there. Okay. Uh, uh, are, are, are you not in the cart? Because I, uh, I turn around and I look at the cart, like because I'm looking at the cart. Yep. Because, like, I'm very aware that some of the stuff had TG on it. The key and the door. Yeah, and I'm kind of thinking in my head, well, shit, we've got stuff in the cart. Like I'm literally yeah. looking at the cart nervously, mm. going. Yeah, but you know it wasn't his stuff. It was Chora Mason's stuff. Stored yeah. in, in his, in his warehouse. rented And warehouse. I was like... So, like, mm. if a landlord's tenants got robbed, yeah. would he care? Yeah, like, would he care? I'm kind of, like, weighing that up a little bit, and I'm just kind of in my head going, like, I'm not sure, but I... Uh, this is probably fine. Like, but that's what's going on in Marley's head right now. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, well, um... Uh... And I so I look at the cart, and as I'm looking at the cart, like, going, fuck, I notice Bab's gone. 
Uh, Trestle Spoon is right by uh, Marley. Uh, he's uh, jumping for an apple uh, on the cart. Uh, okay, so you hopped off the cart. I did. I've exited. And you've come uh, up to the stall and you're yes. trying to take it. Okay, Smith, um, let's Athletics. see if he knows oh, that. Oh, Smith just net 20 insight to so know exactly what you want. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, well, you just have to ask Trestle. Here, here, here you go, free of charge and he hands you an apple. Oh, thank you. Oh, and, and of course, uh, he throws another one to you, Marley. And I catch. Do I have to roll to catch? Sure, why not? Dick save. Dick save. Fucking 18. Oh, wow. Natural. You catch it in your mouth. Like, uh, like, like that's, a, that's, a, that's an unnet 20. I'm just fucking, I own that shit. And then my press, I, I look at you and I say, is this how you're running your business this day? Is it Smith giving produce away free of charge? Well, I don't know what you've heard about me, Lord Grifton, but, but uh, you know, it's, it's one of my t- old techniques. You know, you make friends uh, today and make profit tomorrow. <laughs> the first one's always free, as they say. An apple a day. Trestlespoon doesn't know what else to say. <laughs> I, look, I look at Trestle Spoon. I just try and get one in! No! <laughs> it's just my motto. Just an apple a day. If I haven't had my apple yet, then I, my day's not complete. <laughs> Whatever happens, apple! Yeah. I look at Trestle because I've realised Banff is gone. And I'm trying not to look like panicked about this because we obviously have a job next to us. And so mm. I'm trying to look pro. But I'm like... Um, have you seen our other member of the party? Will he have gone where I think he's gone because we haven't had uh? Uh, Trestle Spoon any in a turns while. swiftly around to the cart and then turns swiftly back again. A double <laughs> 180, uh, a 360, 360. With, a, with a brief pause in the middle. Uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, a 360. And then he was, I didn't know he was gone. He'll be having some. And I go, ah! <laughs> And I'm like, <laughs> Trestle Spoon will... taps his nose uh, <laughs> in a really obvious way. I, I'm starting to look at Smith increasingly angry that you've seen him with this band of goons like, who can't hold it together. I, I, turn, I turn back to Lord Grifton and I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord Grifton. Um, a third of our party has obviously returned to the tavern to grab our belongings. So. Yeah, right. Okay. Yes. Well, deception? <laughs> well, I guess it's up to Adam. <laughs> Let's say 19 without anything, and I've got plus four. If you want to try and call that, you could roll insight to see if she's bluffing. It's up to you. There's there's no need for that. I believe her completely because (laughs) alcoholism is a scourge in the land. Okay, Um, and Smith says, uh, Well, uh, I I am going to need Banfor's help um, loading some things onto the cart. And... Because um, he gestures to the cart, which is it appears empty with the false bottom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, "I've got some items here behind the stall, uh, and you know, quite frankly, if we if you get on the road now, you should be well into Airedale before nightfall." Um, you you hear a sort of scrape, thump, scrape, thump, and um, coming across the square is Banfor, sort of just dragging a pretty large. What, like a small barrel, but still quite a large barrel? Yeah. Uh, just sort of trying to pick it up and drag it. And there's just a fair number of people following him. Um, just sort of being like, hey, could you stop, please? Um, and I kind of, I kind of, okay, so I, I turn around at the scrape thumb. I see you coming and I'm like, pray, like quick pray. <laughs> and then I look at you and I go, no. And I do that big wavy... Um, Bamfor waves day. back. <laughs> Bamfor <laughs> waves back. Just no. waves back. With both hands. Um, and I'm like, hi. I just think to myself, prayers denied again. <laughs> Trandis um, is scowling at you now. <laughs> so it's um, like, oh, they, trust me, Lord, Lord Griffin, they're, they're very reliable. They're, they've they've uh, done, done a lot of good work. Um, just trust me, they, they seem a bit I'm, ragtag and unseemly, but they, they, they know what they're doing. Bamfor body like, lifts the giant barrel onto the cart. And thumps it down, and then just turns to Marley and goes, "Could you pay this man, please? It's uh, his whiskey." Yeah. All right, mate. <laughs> and then uh, comes over and slaps Lord lost his face on the back. Oh God! Quite heavily. <laughs> Who are you? Hello, I'm Ben Four. Hello, Ben Four. What a pleasure it is to meet you. I'm Lord Trantus Grifton. Oh, it's a mouthful of a name, sir. If I might, if I might be, 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 sir, sir. Yes, very well. Anyway, what's your story then? Oh, what do you mean? 
Well, you've just rolled up with this large barrel. You've asked someone else for money. You've got no means of your own. How many, how no, many I've gold? got fear. Oh, they, they see my right. Okay. You, it's, yeah, you're going to have to pay. There, there is a they, big, the whiskey was not for sale. There is a big burly man with his arms crossed looking at you very expectantly. Like, Does he have someone a fixed this. He, he has a moustache. It's majestic. His okay. face could be best described as harumph. Yeah. I, tu- I just turn around to Mr. Moustache Man and go, how much? Well, he glances at Lord Grifton, and you kind of get the sense that the only reason he's not causing a big scene is because he doesn't want to cause a big scene in front of the local noble. Yeah. But he's looking, he's like gritting his teeth, and he's like, for the drink, ten gold, for the trouble, thirty. I just go, yep, that seems fine. And but before you do, I put my uh, hand on your shoulder, and I went, look, we're going to be spending quite a bit of time together. Allow me. It's no trouble at all. And then I reach into uh, a dark leather pouch and I pull out a handful of gold coins. Jesus. Wow. Crystal Spoon is nervously smiling. <laughs> <laughs> the angry man says, Oh, Lord, Lord Grifton, I, I didn't know I'd be taking your money. I, uh, I, I don't... Please, please, think nothing of it. Only if you're sure, Your Lordship. Absolutely sure. Now, come on. Okay. Away with you. He reaches out a very, very nervous hand in your direction, like he's not sure he's allowed to be in your presence. And I, I roughly push the gold coins into his hand and close his hand up over it, and then kind of give him like a slightly aggressive shove away. Very alpha. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He, he takes it and he like he pauses. <laughs> he pauses as if he's going to count it, but then he has that. You have that moment where you realize he's like, oh shit. Yeah. How <laughs> insulting would it be if I counted it? <laughs> he, just, he like rushes away and, and gr- st- I was staring at him right in the eye. And the group of onlookers disperse immediately. And yeah. I, I I do the um the palace curtsy again because it's just it's just like I've got palace manners like from back in the day. So I just palace curtsy and I'm like, Thank you, my lord. Mm. I'd like for it to be known that that count is definitely gonna come up one gold short as just a quiet fuck you. I hoped that you would count it in front of me. <laughs> and no, I was sure, because I wanted to see your eyes. And you realised that and did nothing about it. Uh, and then Smith says, Oh, right, uh, okay, well, now that that unpleasant situation is dealt with, uh, um, uh, Banfor, can you help me load up some items, please? Yeah, all right, mate. I will catch up later, Lord Senor, uh, and uh, uh, pleasure uh, in Banfor courtesies. Uh, and do you need anything with you, my lord, or can we leave soon? Do you need to return to any lodgings to grab anything? No, look, I'm ready to hit the road. Uh, I would just like a moment to talk to Smith, if I may. Just a moment of privacy. Sure. Okay, so they, they take um, uh, about five minutes, um, Banfor and Smith, to just load some boxes of random shite on these carts. Um, so the cart uh, is being loaded up box by box by box of just like fabric, food grains, just basically a sundry mix of items that are just used basically to cover up the false bottom. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no rhyme or reason to these goods, um, from what you can tell. Um, and then he finishes loading up, um, and Smith says, uh, right, well, that's, uh, that's it. So, so if you uh, take these to, to, uh, to Danton Air and just uh, into the market square there, um... <laughs> <laughs> that rhymes! Oh, brilliant! Be quite fi- brilliant! <laughs> Thank you, Trestle Spoon. Uh, oh, you're welcome. Ha <laughs> ha! Yes, I'm oh. a performer. I didn't even realise. Oh, I juggle. <laughs> we could be a duet. Oh, that's sick. Let's let's get that together <laughs> when you return. It'll be much fun uh, to get in the tavern, get back on the stage. Since it's been a long time since my open mic days. Oh, what did you do? <laughs> Anything, Smith. Really, <laughs> Anything. I, I, I must uh, steal a moment of your time. Uh, uh, of course, Lord Grifton. Uh, just, just give me a moment, you three. Just, uh... Was that songs or? Oh. I shoot Trestle Spoon a sort of a withering look. Trestle uh, Spoon uh, backs away uh, slowly, nodding repeatedly and uh, smiling. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so Smith, Smith and Trantus break off from you uh, just, just by uh, ten or so feet. And take a conspiratorial whisper between them. So, um, my lord, what, 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 do you, what, what is? We can, uh, we allowed to hear. What is your concern? Well, you, tr- you can try and listen and roll perception if you're trying to. I'm not trying. I'm to. not trying to. Trestle spoon is 100. percent right. <laughs> You're the sneaky one. Oh, 18. 18. Yeah, you can hear everything that's said in this following conversation. Yes. I can't vote. Nice. 
Um, uh, Lord Grifter, what, what, what is the matter? Smith, the band you've set me up with, they... Look, they seem harmless, but is this really the best you can do, Smith? Come on. Well, to be fair, since the current situation in Airedale... Oh, you don't need to tell me about the situation. I, I, I should hope not. There really aren't that many opportunities for groups trying to get into the kingdom. Most people are trying to get out. Very well. I shall take your word on this. Okay, I... I, I Thank you for, for trusting me, uh, and I, I know that this will, will see you to your destination safely. And I reach into my pouch and I take out another couple of pieces of gold and press them into your palm and kind of like do that matey like hand slapping thing I do when I close your palm. Yeah. So, oh, Lord, Lord Grifton, that's, that's very, uh, very generous of you. Uh, please, no, you're welcome. Um, for any favours I can ever do for you in the future, please come to me. Look, I'll certainly keep that in mind. Excellent. Um, and then he sort of gestures like, should we go back? Blueberry like does a nod, like should we go back to the others? And I just kind of close my eyes and, and nod quietly, <laughs> reluctantly, <laughs> with, with gritted teeth. Okay, yeah. So uh, Trentus and Smith have just returned to you, mm-hmm. and Smith says, "Oh, I, I almost forgot. Uh, Lord Grifton, he he very generously gave me this, and he hands out a piece of paper towards the three of you in general." Okay. What is it? I take it. Yeah. Okay, so Marley takes it. He says, "Oh, th- this is a writ of crossing. It, it, it's signed by Lord Griffin. It has a seal on it. Um, you'll just need to show this at the bridge, probably on both sides, uh, and they, they'll let you through without any, any harassment." Awesome. Well, they, sh- they should. Isn't, okay. Isn't Grifton going to be with them? Yeah. Yeah, but like you're, you're basically you've given them a piece of paper to say like if these you, people are allowed to cross. We're with him. We're cool We're with him. As opposed to saying it at the time. Yeah. Okay. You might not be able to prove you are who you are. Not this is your I could die on the way. <laughs> We're just Couldn't transporting you your body. At the time? <laughs> We wouldn't move as well. Let's we not leave too much area, obviously. No, I said we're going to deliver him somewhere. It would be like a what's that called Bernie weekend at Bernie's situation. Um, right, and Smith says, "Well, you know, as, as I said, we should be well into Dapton or uh, into Airedale before nightfall. So, um, if, unless there's any business you need to attend to, um, this is where I say farewell for now." No, can I just grab a couple of apples for Foxworthy? I'm happy to pay. Says, oh, of, of course, uh, and, and I would never charge for apples for Foxworthy. He's, he's one of my best helpers. Oh, he's and he comes beautiful. out. He, he hands you a small sack that's cool. filled with at least a dozen apples. Yay! Ooh. Apples for Foxworthy. They're not twelve for you. days. They're not for you, Trestle. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> uh, Trestleman uh, raises his eyebrows in a way to say, "I want you to throw an apple at me." <laughs> no, 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 like in a cool way, you, you know. Yeah, he, he sees it and he yes. uh, tosses you an apple. Uh, well, I, Dex to oh, not no. drop it in the dirt. Oh, Dex. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You catch it in your, in your hand. I catch it. In your hand, yeah. And I lower my eyebrows. So how do you like them apples? <laughs> oh, An God. apple a day. <laughs> Two apples <Goodbye>. today. <laughs> Told you. Too many apples. Ha ha. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs> so. Going into the distance on the cat. Goodbye. Stop waving. Goodbye. An apple a day. Grifton is shaking his head. <laughs> so is Marley. Um, so, so, I know, here for it. so who's on foot, who's on cart, what's the story? I'm driving again. Me and Fox were there at 10. Uh, the whiskey's in the cart, Banfour's in the cart. Trestle spoons on Banfour, the... on the whiskey in the cart. <laughs> probably, the car, probably the cart's like bent. <laughs> Fox, trying to take... Foxworthy is working hard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that leaves me walking alongside. <laughs> 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 just... Trying to not to get hog shit all over my road. <laughs> so well, this is not turning out how I expected it. <laughs> oh! so and I'm, I'm thinking heart. I'm thinking to myself, and I'm the money. Marley's, <laughs> Marley's thought about that, but just can't process. She's not even going to try and kick Bamp out You're of the right, car right now. Um, okay, so in that configuration, um, <laughs> you guys head directly north out of the town, and... After about half an hour or so, you do see in the distance a very large wooden bridge uh, with a few um, small buildings out in front of it, uh, some stone, some wood. Uh, they're very obviously like guard houses or guard stations. 
and there are soldiers milling about in brown and green Dapton uniforms. Um, they look a lot more... They look uh, quite a bit like the city guard uniforms, but a bit more militaristic in their cut. And have they seen us at this point? Um, you can tell that they have seen you, because they're all just sort of lazing about, not really doing anything. Okay. One of them stands out for you in particular. He is... Um, or they are considerably larger than the others. Um, not a large human, very obviously a giant. An okay. actual giant. Oh. Um, at least 14 feet tall and 6 feet wide with two heads. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Mention and that up top. Can we... You notice this from a long way away. Uh, and he, or they, notice you as well and stand up and start walking your, your direction. So there's no carts like going through in front it's, of us or it's, anything? It's a dead area. There's no traffic. You're, you're, you're very obviously the first people they've seen in a while. Molly would just like to hide the two Arkvale soldiers' uniforms she has a bit deeper in her pack in case they decide to like search the bags just or something. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like I'm literally just like I just I just just rummaging around yeah. in my bag, just do, pushing. Do I notice down. that she's doing anything? And and I roll perception. Twenty. Fuck. Oh. Twenty. You notice everything that's going on. You notice that she got a bit jittery when you know when you saw the Dapton soldiers. Uh, well, sorry, the Tyrannus soldiers, technically. You're in the yeah, kingdom yeah. of Tyrannus. Uh, yeah, you got... Uh, I didn't pull the uniforms out. I just started yeah, pushing them down deeper. You clearly started to try and hide something, yeah. and Griffin notice, <laughs> notices the hell out of that. Cool. I just tucked that knowledge away. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Um, and the giant, the two-headed giant, who is in his own um, brown and green military uniform, although yeah. it must obviously be very custom-made, walks up and uh, the right head... Uh, which has a which has long brown hair tied into a ponytail. Says, um, ah, well met, travellers. How are you on this fine afternoon? The uh, the left head, which has black stubbly hair and glasses, says nothing. Uh, but you do notice that there is a weasel sitting on the left shoulder, next to the head. Could it be sitting in the crevice between the two necks? It's not. Mm. It's sitting on the left. Right. Do, do I recognise the giant? You tell me if you would if you would have like knowledge of the local military. I feel like I'd certainly know this guy. Okay, with you, his two yep, fucking heads. you have you have. <laughs> That's a good point. I actually. would say you have. Oh, Dave, roll, roll, just roll straight up intelligence check. Fourteen plus two. Okay, sixteen. You have heard of this person, um, <laughs> but you haven't met them. Mm. Um, this is uh, Lieutenants White and Robinson. That's their two names. White Robinson. And uh, you've you've heard of the two-headed giant in the Tyrannus military, who right. is a local uh, lieutenant, mm-hmm. and this is your first time seeing them in in the flesh. Right, I, I call out lieutenant, nice. plural <laughs> lieutenants. Um, and that, at that, um, yeah, otherwise you're they, insulting me. Yeah, at, <laughs> I, I recognise one of you, not the other. <laughs> who the fuck are you? At, at that, the uh, the right head, the ponytailed one. Um, which is spoken already, uh, turns and notices uh, your clothes and says, Oh, my lord! Oh, yeah. welcome! Welcome, my lord! Thank and you very the, much! the other head goes, uh, Oi. Just gives, like, a little nod. And I nod back <laughs> in the same manner. And the weasel just goes, Squeak! Yeah, um, or the weasel. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. Smart. Good move. Uh, Banfor sits up um, from essentially just having a constant drip of whiskey into his mouth. Um... <laughs> And looks at the head that hasn't said anything. Goes, oh, Ansem is your girlfriend. And looks at the other head. <laughs> Lieutenant Robinson, the the black stubble-haired one with the glasses, says, um, "Well, if you're referring to my brother, this is Lieutenant White. I am Lieutenant Robinson." Not really a brother, though, is he? He's more of an appendage, in the strictest sense. I have a mole on my neck. Say, you know, like it's quite a big one, and I call him. Henry. So in a lot of ways, same deal. Similar. You did call him Henry. You told me. Listen to the kid. You told me before he was Henry. Molly, Molly pulls the rip out of crossing out of her pocket and just kind of holds it up. Like, just with her eyes closed, okay. just being like, please let this be enough. And I point to the rip. Yeah. <laughs> without, without saying anything. And she holds it like way above her head, like, ah, oh, Savinia, like style, just like way up there, just being like, dear God, please. The, uh, <laughs> the left hand, um, so Robinson's hand, uh, 
takes the writ from you. Yeah. Not in a snatching kind of way, and, and still in a, in a gentle way, but he, he doesn't look happy, but his glance is aimed at Banfor. Yeah. He says, uh, he, he, his eyes kind of scan over it, and then he like, holds it across himself to show Lieutenant White, yeah. who also scans it, and they both just like nod at each other. Uh, and then Robin says, Robinson says, uh, uh, this, this appears to check out. Um, <laughs> what's... Especially as I am here. What, <laughs> what what may be your business, if you don't mind us asking? Well, we are merely escorts for Lord Grifton. Oh, I, I, I see. Uh, uh, happy travels. Uh, I, I, I have to check. Are you aware of the situation on the other side of the river? And I try and shut this conversation down. I say, I'm simply travelling through on some personal business. We don't need to go into a lot of detail of what may or may not be happening. Uh, of course, you're well, watching. What, what's going, what's going on? What, uh, what's the business? Lieutenant White says, "Well, the Arkfeld, they've taken over the, the whole, place." What? <laughs> you're the soldiers. You'll meet them on the other side of the river. We're the only thing stopping them coming over. Yeah. And I look up at White and I say, "Lieutenant." Yes, your lordship. And I just look like angry that you've continued to explain when I clearly didn't want you to. Uh, Banfor... So you're rolling for intimidation, hasn't. Are you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, roll for intimidation. Yep. Amazing. That's... that's uh, Do you Is it a six any... or a nine? You got, nine. That's a, you got that's, a high charisma mod. That's a What's nine. your intimidation score? Plus... Five. Yeah, so... Yeah, 14. So, so, 14. Yeah. Mm, so he says, he says, oh, I, I'm really sorry, your lordship. I... I of, of course, I, I will. I will shut my mouth right now. And he ma- he makes a very animated with his right hand zipping my mouth kind of motion. Are <laughs> zips invented the in this world? Thing. Then I was say. are zips invented? They sure are. Well, zips exist in Eisen. Cannon. Cannon. That's coming in later. And I, I look real. at Trestle Spoon and I try to sort of reassure you and I say, "Don't worry too much about the goings on ahead. There's there's simply nothing to worry about." Can I can I just roll a like a perception like a like what's it called like a is there a motive check? There isn't a motive there's, check there's anymore. There's insight, which there's is there's insight. Yeah. Mm. Can I can I roll an insight check? I would to, like to, to do, roll this. Yeah, just to check to, to, to check why I think he would be trying to keep that. Like why I might. Oh, why Trandis is trying to so trying to shut down, down the conversation because we know, something, right? like we know that Arkvale is trying to take over. So that shouldn't didn't appear to. So that shouldn't be news. That shouldn't be news to Marley. Like, yeah. that wouldn't be news to Marley. So I'd be confused as to why he's trying to shut down a conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is not probably going to do it, because that is a nine. Damn it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd say you you don't really get a read on him, on why he would be acting like that. Mm. And I shoot you a shit-eating grin. Banfor's not done with the two-headed man. Um, well, oh, God. Yeah, um, <laughs> Robinson, Robinson hands back the writ. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you, You're lieutenants. Welcome. You're welcome, miss. And I put it back in and, my And pocket. then um, he, he lifts up his hand to sort of like scratch the weasel's chin. And he says, um, say hello to the nice people, Alex. And then the weasel just goes, and doesn't Ma- move. Molly can't even help herself because she loves animals so much. And she's like, hello, Alex. <laughs> this is... This is Foxworthy, my hog. <laughs> Just introduces the hog to the fucking <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Says, uh, Alex is my um. I adopted him. He's my, he's my Dapton sewer weasel. Oh, that's so adorable. Is there like a SPCA around here? No, I, I found him during a recent flood, and uh, he just attached himself to me, and he's been there ever since. Oh my goodness, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. I love that the two of you are inseparable. And then she realizes what she just said. Then White says, the three of us. (laughs) (laughs) And then they turn and start walking back to their post. Okay. Uh, And we start heading off. Yeah, you notice that um, when they get there, they say something to the soldiers who are sort of milling about, and they all clear an obvious path to the bridge. Yeah, and I'm waving like, bye, Alex! Bye, Lieutenant! As they're passing by, Banffor is shouting at the back of the cart, who, how do you figure out who wipes? Is it alternate? Who touches the penis? I have so many questions. Why do you keep making me shush? 
What does the weasel do? What does it do? What's I, I it look for? at Marley and I'm just like distraught. I'm like, you're distraught, mate. This is what I have to put up with on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> and I and I look at you and say, you really should seek to carve out a better band for yourself. You're better than this. Well, I mean, these aren't even my band. I actually play solo. I juggle. <laughs> and at this point, Trandis is completely zoned back out. Now that he's, <laughs> he's not talking anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like you want to you wanna hear some? <laughs> yeah, just, We're I mean, planning! We're planning! Jurassic, Jurassic Park! We're planning! Okay, so you cross paths, uh, so you enter the bridge, um, going past all of these soldiers in brown and green who have let you by. Uh, you get on the bridge and it's very, very large. Um, the water of the Lifeblood River is rushing uh, very loudly beneath you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see on the other side a uh, joint force of soldiers in black and gold uniforms and um, crisp white uniforms. Vanfors uh, now off the back of the cart, uh, walking behind it. Yep. With his um, battle axe and would we say what was one handed or two handed? It's a two handed great axe. Yeah. Uh, with his two handed great axe nonchalantly over his shoulder. Okay. Yeah, Marley's not deliberately drawn any weapons oh. as such, but she's just—you can tell she's just a little bit more like tense. Yeah, it is very airy in the middle of the bridge because it's just this complete no man's land in between two armies. Mm. Does Marley recognise the white uniforms? I don't remember. Yeah, sorry. they are the Airedale Holy Legion. Holy Legion. So they are the original soldiers of the Kingdom of Airedale, and now, because of the way that the Premier of Airedale sort of just opened the gates to Arkvale, um, they're pretty much combined forces with the Arkvale soldiers. Um, Trestle Spoon is on the back of the cart. He's still looking at the two-headed giant. I just realised he never would have seen anything like this before, so he would just be looking at it and then looking at the weasel, and then looking, uh, yelling the bamfor going, What's it? Why is a giant have a, have a weasel? What's with the weasel? I couldn't tell you, mate, but I, I think we might have fresher fish to fry on the horizon, so what to for to speak. If you get my... And then he starts winking, but it's obviously not a wink, it's a twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Can we tell with your face as scarred as it is that you're wicked? It just sort of moves with its own Okay, so you guys get near the other end of the bridge, and um, three soldiers in the black and gold Arkvale uniform start to walk towards you, um, but they are immediately cut off by a uh, woman in a white Airedale uniform, uh, and you notice she has a monstrous greatsword on her back. Mm. It looks like something that will be too big for Banfor to use. And How she, big is she? She's normal human size. And she shuts them right down, like puts her hand out, like don't fucking move kind of thing, and walks very steadfast up to you and takes uh, stands at attention in front of you, waiting for you to say something. Um, I just I just put my hand in my pocket, pull back out the the red of crossing. Yeah. And I just I just say merely trying to cross. And I just kind of hand it over to her. Okay. She takes it. Uh, you notice that she's not even. She doesn't even look at it. She, however, does look at Foxworthy, and then she just hands back the writ without ever having. Her eyes didn't look at it at all, and you easily notice that. Um, and she just um, uh, says, "I don't need to see that. Are you on your way to see Zathan Creek?" I kind of look at. Lord Grifton to see if he's going to help me out here at all. What do I see when I look at you? I'm trying to look strong and manly. Okay. And uh, I'm just looking at the woman in white. Do I recognise her? I would say you don't. Okay. She's uh, obviously a high-ranking member of the Airedale army, mm. and I don't know how much knowledge you would have of the army of another kingdom. Mm. Um, <clears throat> okay. And okay. she sees you pausing, and then she says... Okay, let's try something else. Are you headed to Dantonir, perchance? And she looks at Foxworthy again. And you notice her looking very obviously at Foxworthy. And I'm like, yes, uh, Smith Corman has given us a mission to escort a lord into Dantonir safely. With all the soldiers around, I guess he ne- thought he needed an escort. And I, I thrust my hand out. Lord Trantis Grifton! Okay, uh, yep, she 
she um, puts her hand out, but limply, like she's not really offering you much. Yeah. Um, I wanted to deliberately drop Smith Corman's name because she's looking at the hawk, right? Yeah. So she might recognize. Yeah. Van yeah. Four is, is eyeing up the soldiers around them. Does he see that they're <coughs> preparing for a fight, or, or what you, does he see there? So, uh, general roll, roll perception. Militaristic activity to be. Uh, 16, and my passive is... Oh, you don't add it. Oh, sorry. Um, that would be insane. Minus one. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, you notice um, that the ones in black and gold uniforms, so the Arkvale soldiers, they all have weapons at the ready, um, oh. and look just basically aggressive in their body language, but all the white uniformed ones um, are all standing perfectly to attention, well-disciplined, nowhere near like ready to strike uh and the woman she says um well if you do happen upon zathan cree tell them they owe me a drink and winks at you and is it a friendly wink yeah, I'm like, it's I'm a very like, it's a very friendly <laughs> wink still, does molly recognize the same oh you were told uh by smith four episodes ago okay sorry <laughs> um that zathan cree is your contact when you reach down to me. Sorry, I did not write that down. I'm sorry. Bad, bad player. Bad player. Mm. Saving Cree. Okay, there's um, no contact. And, uh, and then she winks but at... good that we <clears throat> pretended that we didn't know. That's right. Because that's perfect. Because we're in the resistance. And she winks at Foxworthy. And then she says, um, it's always good to see you, boy. Right. And I say, is it... Is it too forward to ask Ooh. who we address? She says, well, I'm Captain Daria Bright of the Airedale Holy Legion. I'm the superior officer at this station. Cool. I'm, I'm Marley Craft. Nice to meet you, Miss Craft. Now, let me go about my business. So she turns her back on you and yells, Let them pass! And you notice all of the white uniformed soldiers take a very clear step back are leaving a gap but the black and gold soldiers do not they don't listen to it mm. and she walks up to one of them and she says I said let them pass and he doesn't move and she swings at him Fuck. Uh, and but he pulls back and uh, falls backwards into uh, two of his mates do not make me remind you you are here under my orders now clear the path and they do Ooh. Uh, as we walk the line through uh, Van Four is, is walking far too close and essentially bumping out of his way every black armoured soldier that comes <coughs> by just sort of not even shoulder charging them just walking a straight line that happens to include most of them <laughs> nice. just, just happily growling to himself <laughs> uh, Trestle Spoon is trying to give. Should I roll for intimidation? Uh, yeah, oh, roll yeah. intimidation just, just to see if they fight back. Uh, it's a three. <laughs> uh, plus three, so six. Okay, you you bump past one or two of them, and then the third one you try to bump into just goes fuck off and like elbows you back, out, like away from the soldiers and back into like closer to your group. I proved my point. Nailed it. Nailed it. Unafraid, so unabashed. Wrestlespoon is trying to look at them intimidatingly. I'm going to just assume it. I'm not going to roll. I'm going to assume it wasn't intimidating. I want to see this. Roll intimidation. <laughs> no. Well, that's better than mine. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, one of them... <laughs> not bad. You, you do like shoot a stare at them, and one of them for a second looks back at his mates like, is, should we be afraid of this? <laughs> you do notice that all the Arkvale soldiers are human. Right. And like... There's not an elf, a half-elf, a dwarf, anything amongst them that's not human. And so maybe they'd look at a gnome and be like... like he like, Yeah, does he have powers? <laughs> I have powers! <laughs> Are we scared of this? <laughs> Shaking my apple at them. Then his mates, <laughs> then his mates nudge what him like... What a day! Like, <laughs> his mates nudge him like, dude, like, don't be a dick. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a fucking gnome. Molly's right. busy talking to Fox where they're just being like, oh, you're a social boy, aren't you? You make friends wherever you go, don't you, Fox Yeah, hap- you do. Happy little... <laughs> I'm, I'm walking two feet behind and I'm giving like a 
like a smile and a nod <laughs> at, at all of the soldiers individually. That's such a ben fucking Adam Wright thing to do. Uh, <laughs> ben Thor is now urinating while walking backwards. This guy I know, what? Adam Wright, he would do exactly Roll that. dexterity, roll a dex save to not fall over while you do this. Uh, that is a six plus my dex of two. That is eight to oh. urinate while walking backwards. You're walking backwards behind your group, urinating <laughs> at the soldiers. And you trip on your bootlaces and fall in the dirt. And piss on my own face, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> piss, just piss on yourself. Uh, because <laughs> if, if you'd rolled a net one, it would have been in your face. Some, some, of, some of the black and gold soldiers start like laughing. Um, until can I, can, Captain, I Captain Bright like, yells, Fall in line, maggots! And they, they immediately shut up. Mm. Um, Banffor stands up and goes, Joke's on you! Clean us off, been in a week. <laughs> <laughs> and the, this is as your group moves away further and further from and the bridge. And Trestlesman is still shaking. How far across the bridge? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are, I would say that, that, happened, that happened 30 feet past the edge of the bridge. Right. Uh, so now you are beyond that. Okay. You are starting to leave soldiers behind, but there's quite a few guard houses. Um... And then before, after about a hundred or more feet, you start to be in just completely clear, open trade road. Okay. Cool. There's uh, patches of forest on your left. Uh, you'll know that patch of forest is where you encountered the furbirds, the wolves, and Goral. Patch Lambert. And you made that joke too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did so make that joke last forest. time as well. <laughs> it's consistent, if nothing else. <laughs> If literally nothing. We've else. officially run out of jokes. Uh, <laughs> the ninth and final episode of Fate of Ice. Um, uh, so yeah, and you head straight for a little bit until you reach a crossroads where the, the big wide trade right. road either goes left to the west or right to the east. And Marley goes to Foxworthy, to the right, Foxworthy, and then kind of pulls on the rain a little bit just in case he can't understand human language. He gives you a little, like... I fucking know, bitch. Like, okay. <laughs> can I can I take this opportunity to ask Marley how the group came together? Sure. sure you guys can you make can do whatever talk. you want to yeah. do. No. I, I would say. Um, Go for it. So for no. the, Marley's no. going to tell you straight. Um, it is it is late afternoon. Uh, evening is probably an hour or so away. So I mean, just make you're probably conversation. Sick of singing for a, by this point. Miss Miss Craft, if I might uh, have a word. Of course, Lord. I'm simply wondering how this group came together. It's not every day you see a, an elf, a gnome, and this thing all together, yeah, well, all traveling through the country. It must be a fascinating tale. To be fair, it involves a lot of alcohol. That doesn't surprise me for some reason. <laughs> As most good stories do. You uh, must be looking to serve some sort of common purpose, surely. A uh, common purpose? No, I think we're all kind of misfits that managed to find each other from looking for adventure. You're all looking for adventure. Well, how wonderful is that? Well, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, I'm, I'm looking for my brother. Roll deception of that sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more faking interest. <laughs> okay, just roll charisma. Just roll a straight up charisma roll. 20. 20. No! 20. You guys are taken by Drifton. <laughs> you guys are like, hey, this guy's charming. <laughs> He thinks we're on a wonderful adventure. This, he, oh. he believes in us. <laughs> Finally, a father figure I can look up to. Yes. And I, I look at you, Trestle Spoon, and I give you a little little guy wink. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of like, oh, you little scamp, looking for adventure out there. Uh, Trestle Spoon rubs his hands together in like an Oliver Twist kind of kind of way. Bamfor looks hurt at Trestle Spoon and protective at Mister Lordling, and is like, that's my little buddy inside of his own mind yeah. and I look at band 4 and I can't quite manage a smile but I can manage a neutral and I, I <laughs> Ma- Marley kind of catches <laughs> Marley kind of catches this and I'm like yeah I know he kind of he kind of sneaks up on you to be fair this is the cleanest he's looked in weeks mmm quite and smelled mmm <laughs> piss <laughs> like, like I'm like, I, I'm like I, I wonder out loud how the other half lives <laughs> Benfor has been Roll like a condescension check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that a thing? <laughs> Benfor's been, like, been. No, I, I genuinely like making conversations. So I'm like, have you have you ever heard of craft cider? 
Perhaps. Craft cider. Now that does ring a bell. My, well, that used to be my family cider, and I'm just like happily talking about my family as I'm walking. Oh, around. how like, wonderful! What yeah. a wonderful story. Yes, absolutely. We had an orchard, and it was beautiful. We had hogs, and we dealt with everybody, and it was. Oh, I was a kid there, and I loved it. Okay, That's so, truly fascinating. So you guys, uh... <laughs> I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh Molly, God! Molly obviously she doesn't notice with a net twenty-year-old. She's not going to notice. She's Are you losing busy. HP over this? <laughs> <laughs> He's taking psychic damage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you think vicious mockery is bad? Wait till she starts talking about her life. <laughs> oh God! That's so sad for her. <laughs> Um, okay, so Don't even get me started on when guys, I got kidnapped. Um, <laughs> like, you guys just kind of make chit, you make chit chats um, to fill the time. Uh, the landscape sort of alternates between so the the road itself is is wide at all points, but it, the landscape kind of alternates between open grasslands, uh, very thin forests, not nowhere near as thick as the Haplands Wood where you guys went into earlier, um, and uh, like little patches of small hills here and there. Uh, and then you suddenly hear, um, as the sun begins to fall behind the mountains to the west and the sky begins to darken, you hear a man's voice screaming, Help! Somebody please! Help me! Help me! Please! Anybody! Therefore keeps suddenly walking as though he's heard nothing. Guys, did you hear that? Guys! Yeah, no, there's a man being killed. I, I pull I pull Foxworthy gently to a halt. Please, somebody help me! Roll perception. Please! Anybody! Net 20. 17. 1. <laughs> <laughs> you don't yeah. hear it, don't kill Trantis has switched his brain off there <laughs> yeah. as a survival mechanism. <laughs> he used all his charisma like 20 minutes ago. Ears <laughs> are bleeding. Okay. Going to take me a while to recover from that. Um, oh god, what is it now? But Mar- Marley. Bleeding heart, Marley. Marley here. Uh, um, just sort of like radars straight in. She knows that that came from the south, where there is a very where there's a patch of thin forest, and through a line of thin trees, you can see about a hundred, oh, about sixty to seventy feet away from you, uh, you do see a man on the ground, uh, uh, and there are two large creatures near him, but you can't quite tell what they are through the trees. Okay. Please, somebody, anybody. Can I can I see if the creatures are attacking or are they just? They look to be looming towards. Okay. And I'm like, well, I don't know about you, but someone's in trouble. I'm going to go see. Uh, Trestlespoon is uh, shaking uh, with the thirst for adventure like a dog that's desperate for a walk. Uh, (laughs) Oh, please. It's been such a long ride. Is he looking at Bamf when he says that? He's alternating between the three of them. I'm I'm definitely going. Okay. Trandis Trandis is pissing behind the cart. He's not interested. (laughs) I'm already already leaping off the cart, like, being like, we need to go. Adventure! Okay, so Marley and Tressa Spoon head creepily um, realistic. Head into the forest, the, the the line of trees, and as you Bam get, Thor is walking after them, oh, dragging walking. his axe like. Okay. All right. All right, I'll fight. Um, and as you enter the tree line, you can clearly see um, the man is uh, lying on the ground. He's clearly stuck in place. Um, he's not even like he's not moving anywhere. Um, and looming over him are two giant boars, okay. um, oh, wow. both of which are about the size of a sofa. And they're what? just like... Like a chalange? <laughs> they're just like looking at him, they're not doing anything. They are like prowling towards him, like right. they're about to strike, is the impression you get. We're right. in pre-gore. Um, I cast... Somebody can, please I, help I'm, me! I'm gonna go and, and do we... Uh, can, okay. I, can I can I cast speak with animals as my like? You turn? can cast it on yourself now before yeah. there's any kind of yeah. combat. Yeah, I want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Right, so you cast speak with animals on yourself. Yes. Sweet. You can now speak with animals for the next ten minutes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And I say I say please please good animals, uh, please leave that man alone. He's scared. Yeah. The man like turns his head towards this voice. Yeah. Um, and the two boars look up and they look at each other and they look very confused and look back at you. And I'm like waving at them. Like, hello, it's me. What the fuck? (laughs) Bruce, how did we understand that? (laughs) I don't know, Jeremy. This is weird. I say, it's it's magic. It's magic. But he's very scared of you. That's because we're going to kill him. 
Wh and you. Why? <laughs> Why? Hunters try and kill us. We kill him, and they, the one talking gestures its head towards the man who's on the ground, who has his leg caught in a trap. Right. What kind of trap? Uh, like a the stereotypical like a gin trap stereotypical clamping bear trap right that the boar's set or, or that <laughs> someone said slipped into his own one right. someone said well he's walked into a hunter's trap that they <laughs> the are then pretty what I got hooves <laughs> I thought is the boar there, I, the boars can talk they could there, set like, they can't trap. talk she's yeah. cast a to magical you, spell just, to, you to be able to talk to them are we hearing one side of the conversation yeah, you are just, you're no you're just hearing English, English. Yeah, you are hearing her make strange sounds. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my kind of party. This is where my trend is going. Um, uh, I think uh, it's a, Trestlespoon uh, is is wandering in the background, kind of staring at the trap, and then to the boars, wondering if the boars could have moved the trap, and he's very confused by the boars. <laughs> like if the boars set the trap. I, I turn around to Trace and I'm like, he's a hunter and he's stuck and they're going to kill him. The, one of them says, fuck this, I'm hungry, and lunges towards the man. Um, Roll initiative! Oh. oh my god. I did kind of say. Uh, you Is hear, that what you're going to say? Oh no, we hear I, like, doo, 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 um, and ah! as uh, Banfor runs into the forest. With uh, the Roll race. initiative, you might not even get the first turn. Uh, 12 plus 2, 14. 18. Ooh, 18. 11. Do we have a roll-off? And that's the end of the episode. Animistically pissing. And Trantus Grifton joins the party. Unfortunately, his noble thunder is completely stolen by my new favourite character, and probably yours, Foxworthy the Hog. He's such a good boy. Yes, he is. Yes, he's a good boy. Thanks again for downloading and listening. Feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Fate of Ison, or drop us an email on fateofison at gmail.com. We love hearing from people who have feedback, or just people who want to say hi. And if you haven't reviewed us yet on iTunes, please take a moment to go and do that. I know I harp on about this quite a bit, but iTunes reviews are extremely important for new podcasts to get noticed. And uh, recommend us to a few more of your mates while you're at it. They'll thank you for it, and so will we. Smiley face. Alrighty, that's enough from me. See you next time.